No time to die. No time to die. <laughs> Welcome to the James Bond Complex. My name is Matt. I'm Edgar. Of course you are. We are a James Bond podcast where we cover the entire James Bond phenomenon from filming to film and everything in between. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, today, we're uh, about well, this debriefing day. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. There was nothing very interesting in the Bond community re um, recently. It's, it was yeah. been very pretty boring. Nothing, nothing happened. I, you know what, you, I don't know how right or wrong you are, Matthew. We'll, we'll have to get to whatever we can muster as far as news and debriefing material. I will say this, and I, I want you to keep the recording on. Okay. Okay. I want you to hear this. I want the listener to hear this. I can't hold it in anymore. Okay. I'm getting really tired of calling this movie Bond 25. I've really had it up to freaking here right now. Uh, well, fortunately I'm, I'm tired for you, of it. They they announced the title. It's uh, it's no longer Bond Twenty Five. No. Yes. <laughs> and it's the first time we're talking face to face about this, so it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I'm sure this is will be our longest debriefing ever, just because of this. So first, there were we learned in 1997 that. Tomorrow never dies. Mm. So it means like no. tomorrow never dies. And then we, we in 2002, we learned that you can die another day. Yeah, if you can survive today, it's so that you may die another day. And now there's no time to die. So like I'm too like, busy, Matthew. I don't have time for that. <laughs> so James Bond won't die. He has no time to die. Mm -hmm. So that's the title of the newest uh, upcoming 25th uh, James Bond movie. No it time to die. Indeed, it, it it feels. Well, what do you what do you think of of the title? You know, it's not the most creative original, but you know, it's of all the ideas they've had, uh, the rumored titles. What Eclipse was one of them, which mm. I'm like, oh, not one of one those uh, one word title. Mm. Uh, the other one was uh, genome genome of a woman, which I'm like, it sounds just it. It sounds so non-Fleming, but it sounds Fleming, fake Fleming, trying to be 21st century. It's like I, there's something weird about that title I didn't like. Um, they they had Shadowrun, but I think that's that's fan 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 wishing. Mm. Like I don't think they seriously concerned that as a title. Uh, no time to die sounds. It's sort of as this. It sounds like a motto, like uh, something you would say to uh, someone. Oh, it's no time to die. It, it's something that you know. It it it, it has echo, a little, a little bit of echo of Fleming. Yeah, there is an echo of Fleming in there. Although I was thinking about that the other day. Titles like No Time to Die. I mean, since Fleming's time, there have been so many thrillers and espionage thrillers written and, and films produced, <laughs> and and like. At, in 2019, well, what like really sounds like Fleming? What sounds like something trying to sound like, <laughs> sound like Fleming? It gets a little confusing sometimes. Yeah. So they'll be like, oh, that sounds exactly what, what Fleming would come out. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a what like, it sounds a lot like what 500 other authors would have come out yeah. trying to sound like Fleming and succeeding, you know. So yeah, it, it's it's fine. It's I'm relieved that we don't have to call this damn thing uh, Bond 25 anymore. Uh, I was getting a little bit boring after a it's, while yeah it, it, it's 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 we've gone very from generic. yeah we've gone from totally generic to just somewhat generic <laughs> <laughs> but 
you know when it came out the, they revealed the title there's something there, there that flashed in my brain and i'm i i don't think anyone has discussed this i have a theory of what the, the title might allude to well you're the theory man yeah i'm always the theory man i always crazy theories but since uh, the uh, RV, uh, what's his name, uh, the producer that the, like the uh, Me Too movement, there's also the hashtag Times Up that sort of came out, and Bond okay. has been sometimes rightfully so accused of misogyny and being like a sexist misogynist mm. pig, and you know, it, and the character is by design sort of a, 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 a an asshole that's. It's, He's the uh, what did we say? It's it's kind of like Batman. He's the devil doing the the work of the angel. So mm. he's the guy. That, he's not that. He's not necessarily a role model. It's just very entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. And I think No Time to Die is sort of a. a it might be interpreted as sort of as a, a reboot, a rebuke mm. <laughs> that a rebuttal. That you know, it, you still need guys like. James Bond, like fictional character, sh- don't necessarily ha- have to be gent like gentlemen that, that always have uh, the best habits that that are always super positive. Our heroes don't need to be always Disneyfied. Mm. Um, so no time to die. It's it's it feels like it's saying like no no that character is not going away. Um, possibly. Possibly, uh, although that would be because the last few movies have been about is James Bond relevant? Is James Bond relevant? This would be like another one of those, but because of different opinions based on James Bond, uh, we'd it's, be sort of sort of playing the same game again. I find. Yeah, um, well, I can't disagree, but I hope, mean, it's hopefully it'll be more. Hopefully, somehow the title will be integrated into the film in, in an intelligent. Way like Tomorrow Never Dies is a great title when you learn that tomorrow is the name of Elliot Carver's newspaper. Like that's pretty decent. Die Another Day is lazy, and it also sounds lazy when it's used in the movie. Like I hope No Time to Die, which sounds a little, uh, you know, is used in the movie in like a clever way. Like, you know. yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm, I guess it's gotta be somebody telling somebody, oh, it's No Time to Die. Like it's it's just. That's how it's gonna be used, like I guarantee. It. Oh, James, it's no time to die. Uh. <laughs> All right, as he's as he's almost breathing his last breath, his dying breath, and when the Bond girl, wh- whoever it, is, we, we don't really know who the Bond girl is in this movie, uh, you know, says it's no time to die. Oh, James, it's no time to die. That's where he he finds that vigor again. And but I, I I hope it's about a character sort of. Uh, I don't want him to mope for two hours. That that's my main complaint. I I re I rewatched Casino Royale and he's not as mopey as he is in the, uh, all the other movies. He's he's pretty mopey in Skyfall and Inspector. Not so it's much. Funny, in, I don't find him mopey oh, in Spectre. I find him mopey and. Not not as much as in Skyfall, but he's sort of meandering, and that that movie uh, as is really bizarre from a plot logic and. Like oh, we did a review on yeah. that one, but but I never felt Daniel Craig's performance was an issue though. Yeah, well, it's what the character is doing, so it's not the the, the way he plays; it's what the the script has him do. It's pretty, he's he's pretty boring. Like I I don't know, they 
the the vitality that he showed that he had in the first movie has been missing. Even Quantum, he still had that like mm, a oomph that's missing, and in the the two last ones, he's just he, he, and all the those movies are about James Bond quitting. He wants to quit yeah. in Casino Royale. He gets fired in Quantum. He sort of dies in Skyfall, and at, by the end of Spectre, he actually quits. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, this is, have him commit for once. I hope that's my like biggest hope for Bond 25. Have him commit. Have him stop being this an- angsty character. Have him commit and have him have some fun. Like fun is, has been missing from the Bond franchise. Sounds since. like you need a good Roger. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I mean, not necessarily, but they need like. I, I'm not saying they need to go to the extreme of uh, men with a golden gun and uh, li- live and let die. But there's there's something in between. Mm. Like, go back to, like, uh, oh, my God, dare I say, Pierce Brosnan era. Like, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. James Bond, seemed to have mm. enjoyed his time. Even in the movie where, like, it makes no sense that he's <laughs> having a good time. <laughs> and dying the day, like, as soon as he, he's, he's out of uh, the prison, he seems, like, he doesn't seem like the, like, the angsty like uh, Daniel Craig would have played on the PTSD he would be traumatized by his experience and you know Brosnan just plunders on yeah. and lives to die another day mm. <laughs> so yeah what are your feelings now that I've rambled on for like uh, 20 minutes well I mean I've, I've given my feelings on the title I mean it's it's fine it's it's fine it's 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 a little on the generic side I'm not it doesn't inspire me uh, it's one of those cases where I think I'm more relieved to have a title than actually inspired by said title. You know, as for what's coming up, um, you know, we're in a bit of a precarious moment right now. We're recording this. It's like the next to last weekend of August. Well, cause it's mm-hmm. well Labor Day's next weekend, so it's yeah. kind of the last weekend of August, sort of. Uh, you know, they've been filming four months now. Mm-hmm. Four months now. Um, you know, those teaser posters and teaser trailer you know not next week but you know we're probably looking at a month or two away they um, you know there was rumors that they were going to reveal the title in uh, come uh, in, um, international james bond day which is october 5th okay i uh, they're gonna do something whether it's a trailer uh Maybe they're going to reveal... Oh, the teaser. It's, it's, I guess the teaser trailer would make sense. Makes sense. Yeah. But I'd love to find out who's going to be doing the song. Yeah, it's, I have to admit, I've, it's not something I've put a lot of... I, should, I can't say it's not something I've. I, it's not something I put a lot of thought into. It's. It, I have not put thought into that. It's just not something that's even crossed my mind. Again, you know, we've had off-mic conversations about how we're going to prep for... No time to die. <laughs> I almost did it. <laughs> um, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It's. I, well, I was telling you off, Mike. Like, there's no one around the office that's like a major James Bond fan, so I haven't talked to anybody about it except like online because we do the yeah. social media thing. But like, vocally, verbally, out of my mouth and through these lips, like I haven't talked to anybody about it. So yeah, I'm still on the cusp of saying Bond 25 all the time. So how we're going to prep for No Time to Die, you know, we're very different philosophies. Like, I want to know the least possible. So, you know, how are my feelings? I, I want a Bond film that's, you know, a little bit lighter in tone. I, I felt we did get some of that in Inspector. I find it's one of the reasons. But I, not very many people seem to 
see that inspector. I, I see it. Maybe I'm alone in my corner on that. He seems a little bit more jovial, a little bit more jokey, inspector. Uh, there's maybe a, a, there's a, the, he, it, it's peppered with Roger Moreisms, just peppered, sprinkled, uh, which I liked, which is why I like that movie, even though the script isn't very strong. Um, you know, I would like that to continue in No Time to Die. I would like No Time to Die to to have a bit of of that, uh, not Spectre's tone, but uh, an improvement on Spectre's tone, where you could see that he's kind of behaving like the James Bond we know and love in Spectre. Mm. Continue that. Like, don't go back to Quantum. Uh, Quantum was fine. It's good. It's there. We love it. It's there for a reason. I don't need another Quantum. No. Well, there's, the thing is that they do something. It has success. So they're, they're, they double down on the things that they assume people like and they, they sort of break the recipe. Because Quantum, oh, people really like the parkour chase, the action sequence, the mm. sort of rough and tumble. Let's do it again. Do it again, but more intense, bigger, wilder, crazier, more intense. Wow, the camera's shaking all the time. It, it, mm. it just, and it's, it's a yeah. nightmare. Yeah. People like the more somber tone of a Skyfall, which is a bit more mature, a bit more like it, it, it is. So like, it's a sadder movie. It's a There's sad something movie. sad about it. The, the villain is kind of a sad person. Judy so Dench's M is sort of in a sad place. Bond gets killed at the start. Like it's a bit of it's. It's a very. It's a bittersweet movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. So oh, let's double down yeah, on let's that, do it again. <laughs> that tone, but without all the tam- like the, you see that they were going for something in in in, in uh, Spectre, but it didn't necessarily uh, coerce in mm. one. Solid narrative. Oh, no, it's no. all over the place. I'm not arguing. Spectre is a great movie, and I want I want Spectre again. No, trust me, I don't want Spectre again. But there are things about Daniel Craig's interpretation of the character Spectre that I really liked. He's a little like, bit more jovial. You know, he's time. doing the salute from the plane and stuff like that. He's a little bit more quippy. You know, I'm really starting to love this place. You know, we don't <laughs> do alcohol here, sir. You know, so like if they can insert that into No Time to Die, I'll be happy camper because, you know, I'm I'm the Roger Moore fan. So I'm like, I, th- this, I, this franchise doesn't need to take itself so seriously. Like, it's fine when it does it every once in a while. I want a license to kill every once in a yeah. while. I don't want every one of them to be quantum and licensed to kill, you know. I don't want every one of them to be Skyfall. Skyfall's great. I think it's a masterpiece. I don't need five Skyfalls in a row. I know? think sort of like when they did um, Live and Let Die, it's sort of uh, like Live and Let Die and The Man with the Golden Gun, oh, to me, feel of, of they're, like they're yeah. more or less the same. One's a difference. One is a black exploitation movie. One's a kung fu film. Mm-hmm. But tonally... Like the humor, very very cinematic. The action's very, it's very murky. And then they go off and do something crazy like The Spy Who Loved Me, and that does well, so they do something crazier in Moonraker. And then they have to go back to something simpler. They keep on doing it. But, you know, from the very, very limited footage that we've seen through that uh, Instagram post that uh, Carrie Fukunaga uh, did, was it them or the official James? It's the official James Bond. uh, Oh, I'm sure. Carrie Fukunaga retweets this Pro, stuff. It's prob- like, yeah, he's probably, making the freaking movie. Probably huh? approved, but it, it is visually like uh, there's colors, the purple, the mauve. Oh, the sizzle reel in Jamaica. Yeah. 
Like, I yeah. like that. Yeah, those I don't mind because you know you're not going to get any plot points. And most of what you're seeing is either not in the movie or shot from different angles. Or it's obviously behind the scenes yeah. footage. So I don't mind checking those out. But it sort out. of gives you a, yeah. a, a feel for what they're doing visually. And like... I. I because to me, like the visual palette of uh, Skyfall and Spectre, we I think we didn't agree on when we discussed, but to me, like they feel gray. Like especially Skyfall is a gray movie. It is. I think they're beautiful, though. I do really, really like how those two movies. I know uh, not many not, people do. They're not ugly. They're they're extremely well made. But I'm like I, I I'm like I'm creating like can, can we get some color back in? Oh, for it? sure. Oh no, no. When they launched that scissor, I'm like, hey man, if this is like. If this is a suggestion, a soupçon, an amuse-bouche of what's in No Time to Die, it's like, yeah, sure, like, give me that. It's fine. Like, um, I, I'm just more... It's going to get... These debriefings, like that debriefing when the trailer drops is going to be interesting because I'm making no promises about actually watching that thing. <laughs> so you might... you might, uh, I might be in my... Uh, oh, my God. I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Uh, low, low, yeah, violent. Okay, low. I'm gonna be like Mr. Blonde. I'm gonna tie you up, and I'm gonna like open your eyelids and then put like Q-tips so that you can't close them. And I'm gonna well, what put we could the trailer. Do, what we could do, you know, some those debriefings could be more like, um, you could do like mini debriefings, like <laughs> mini debriefings where you like you film yourself for like ten minutes oh, and talk about the trailer. No, 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 I'm not doing that on my own. I really don't want to see the trailers. We'll get there when we get there. Oh, we'll get there when we get there. And you'll probably see the trailer. Somebody's going to post it and you'll see it. I'm sorry, but uh, spoiler, you will see the tra trailer without me having to put it in front of my eyes. Oh, but I, your eyes. you know, when you scroll through Twitter and Facebook, uh, oh, I'm five seconds into the Bond trailer. Scroll. You know, you can do and that. Then, too. And then the 10, 10 more seconds. And then 10 seconds. And then Matt's going to show it to you. In your face. I can find a way. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there, there, there are ways to... Uh, I've actually, you know what I've actually done uh, in my mind? I've said, you know, which studio is producing the movie? Are they releasing any movies I really want to see in the next eight months theatrically? <laughs> okay. Not seeing that theatrically. Not seeing you that see theatrically. That, not <laughs> I was expecting... Like, I, I think... I, I'm surprised Hobbs and Shaw didn't have a Bond trailer. I feel like it's something like it's a universal release, so why not coconut? It should, to me. It makes Sorry, I'm, I'm I'm coming out of the sniffles this week. And he's uh, he's uh, filling up. Snot out of my nose. Yeah, he's getting. Oh, uh, he's picking his nose. I saw him. Saw him. Nose picker. <laughs> yeah, the no, I mean the sniffle. And, and I'll be free, I'll, I'm going to be completely blunt and frank. I don't even I. I myself don't even know to what extent I may be making stuff up and exaggerating when I say, like, which movies can I not see because there might be a Bond oh, trail in front of me. I don't even know if I'm exaggerating. I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. But the fact that I'm thinking of it, <laughs> it's like, or, whereas I think most fans are like, I can't wait for the trailer. I'm like, since day one, I've been like, I don't oh, think I, I want to see the trailer. I'll, I'll, I'm watch, still I'll like, watch one trailer, but I'm not watching every clip, every teaser trailer like I'll watch one trailer and I'm like I'm good and if I happen to watch Maybe. like I saw I finally saw the second trailer for Hobbs and Shaw before going like, I don't know which movie I was watching like I'm like oh okay cool I saw it I think I was with you when I saw it actually I was at the uh, when we were in New York they, they 
didn't they play the trailer for that I movie? Don't anyway, like I was the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, cool, can't wait to see it. I don't need to to watch it mm-hmm. again. And sometimes, honestly, if I can, I'll try and not watch it online and pick a movie that's where it's actually playing and see it in the proper. Uh, way it's meant to be seen on a big screen to enjoy it properly. Mm. I think that's the, that's what I'll do. All the trailer. Yeah. Okay. If I if I'm going to see the trailer, I want the full experience, the big sound, the big screen, boom, mm. boom, boom. I like the uh, movie and the big experience. I'll I'll try and you know and what I'll try and pick a movie that I'm interested in. Uh, more than likely, they'll pick something I'm probably going to be interested in when they release the trailer. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, does that does not bode well for Star Wars Episode Nine? Because <laughs> by December there's gonna be a No Time to Die trailer. Oh, that's gonna be attached to Star Wars Nine. So, oops, <laughs> I maybe be not. Skipping. It's a it's a Disney release. That'd be a little bit weird. No Bond trailer in front of a Star Wars movie. My would be huge, huge franchises. And um, yeah, but they're it's Disney movie. They're probably gonna put like a Marvel trailer for something. With spandex on. Oh, we'll see. I'm not even sure I'm going to go see that anyway. <laughs> Star Wars? Yeah. I saw that trailer. So I, I, I saw that one. That one I didn't mind to see just because I'm not like that amped up about it. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll watch this. Maybe I can get excited. It didn't, I don't know. It didn't really do much for me. But this is not the Star Wars debriefing. Yeah, so. no. I'm sorry, I'm about, you know me. I'm like, uh, Star Wars is... It, it, it's something in my past I don't need anymore. I'm like I'm I'm done. I'm I'm mm. I've had my fill. Mm. Uh, other news in the Bond community. Well, it's funny you say Bond community because there has been news in the yeah, Bond yeah. community. In fact, we're recording this barely 24 hours after some pro- pretty big news. Actually, uh, James Bond Radio buddies, guys. I have no idea if they listen to this show. Uh, if 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 they don't, well, fine. If they do, ah, we're sorry to hear that, man. It's like uh, yeah. So this is this is um, fresh, hot off the presses. <laughs> There's no news like bad news. <laughs> you said it before I could. Uh, yeah. So it's our understanding that uh, this is Chris Wright mm-hmm. has as things going on. It's None of our business. He hasn't revealed anything, nor are nor are we asking. But uh, yeah, stuff has come up, and they've been on a hiatus for quite some time. I was looking at their back catalog, and if we if we pretend the Secret Cinema Casino Royale, which is not like a real real episode, and if we and if we don't even include their trip to Piz Gloria in the winter time, like their last like real JBR episodes, like January or February or maybe March, something like that. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I think they came back from Piz Gloria uh, pre-Majesty's 50th visit. They did a, they did a non-Majesty's 50th visit. They came back. They did a, a debriefing. And at the end of the debriefing, they said they're going on hiatus. And that was the last time. That, that visit was like in March or something. Yeah. So it's, it's unfortunate because it, it, to this day, it remains my favorite podcast. It's now a no longer existing podcast but it's st- it remains my favorite uh, it remains to be seen but yeah it, uh, what, whatever happens because uh, Tom it technically is still on mm. if he decides you know we had a good run and it's it's you know it, it's time it's time to to, to to wrap things up and time uh, to die time to die uh, 
or he might decide, you know what, I the, the the show can change or whatever, the format might change. I'll I'll keep going. I still mm-hmm. want to do this. Uh, I'll find another coast or I'll do it on my own. Whatever he decides, like I'm good with it. Oh, like, I'll I'm, su- I'm, I'm, support I'm, him. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, because I, 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 I know... Like, J- JBR as we know it is no longer a thing. Yeah. But is JBR completely done? Will they... I will see. Will they... Is the spy who loved me and rise from... Uh, rise from the ashes. Well, I wouldn't call it ashes, but, you know, it, it's... It's 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 mm. uh, Saltzman leaving, and now we have... Victory uh, from the jaws of the defeat. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it it might still be a thing. It's, it's not a... a full goodbye right now it is uh sort of a i i don't know yeah no well, i mean we, nor nor do we and and it's true you, you, it's, it's, you do you bring you do bring up the point that in in uh tom sears's message he does say he'll think it over uh it still stands to reason that the version of jbr that we've known for over five years now is is no longer a no, thing that's and when you go on for five years and when you're as good at what you do for as long as you've done it, you know, there's no James Bond complex if there's no James Bond radio. Nope. They, they are, yes, Joe Darlington was there. Yes, Zeritsky was there. Yes, um, Calvin Dyson was there. But from a, from a personal perspective, I'm very recent to this. Oh, there, there's a James Bond community on YouTube. I've been interested in the podcast for much longer and from my perspective from my worldview it's james bond as a podcast listener first and foremost and youtube watcher second the jbr that revealed like oh like there's like people there's people everywhere (laughs) that are like really crazy about james bond you're not you're not alone and A, it was funny, B, it was informative, C, it was engaging, D, the hosts were awesome, E, they had great guests, uh, F, uh, the format was wonderful, you know, G, it was consistent, uh, you know, it's like, wow, this is amazing, like, this is, this is what a James Bond podcast is, it's James Bond radio. So, yeah, the fact that G- JBR, as we know it, is no longer a thing, yeah, it's kind of sad. <laughs> kind of sad but i mean you know what whatever the the, the what happens whatever it happens whether uh, tom continues or leaves the show or uh, you know i'm i i hope these these guys uh all the best uh seriously because i and you and i both know how much it takes to <laughs> put a show together like this uh, yeah that's a bit of an eye-opener it's really easy to say you want to do a podcast uh, it's easy to sit down and talk about what the podcast might sound like and, and feel like. It's it's another thing when, okay, what's the equipment we need? How much do you want to spend? Where are we going to record? How regularly are we going to record? Who's editing this shit? Who, how are we promoting this stuff? What are our social media platforms? What's our host? Do we want it for free? Do we want to pay? What options is this host offering? What options is that host offering? Oh, now we're getting feedback. Oh, now people are DMing us on Twitter. I guess we have to respond to that. You know, it's still fun. Like I'm making it sound like, oh, woe is us. I'm enjoying it a oh, lot. I'm enjoying it. But it is an eye. It's great. Dot dot dot. It's also an eye opener. Like you yeah. realize, whew. Yeah. Okay. Like we don't. We're not making any money. We actually like we spend <laughs> we spend money on this. But I'm having a great time doing it, and like I love everything that 
has happened because of this podcast, whether it's the people that we've met or the activities. Oh, that we've, we've we're done. friends. We didn't know each other before this, no. so now we're friends. So that's fun. And uh, yeah, we we've we're in touch with members of the Bond community. Many of them located not too far from we are. Some of them even a little further. Um, yeah, there have been definitely. You know, we've had the Comic Con experiences. You know, my feelings about how a Comic Con operates aside, it was still an experience, mm-hmm. um, which helped us meet a, a couple other people. You know, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a great ride. It's a ride that is worth it. Mm-hmm. But when a show that's as just like insanely thorough as as JBR, because those guys are like they're quizzes when they quiz each other, and like I oh, know James it. Bond super well, and they'll <laughs> they'll do their quiz. And I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? I don't know what the answer to that question they, is. And one of them is like, that's the answer. I'm like, what? <laughs> I, I, sometimes they're just I'm like, oh, I, I feel like a. Almost like a new, like an imbecile yeah. new fight. I'm like, I, I thought I knew James Bond, but these guys are like crazy. <laughs> there was, there was one. I guess this would have been this past year's Boxing Day. It would have have to have been this past year's Boxing Day quiz because I felt really confident because we had spent most of 2018 reading the books. Mm-hmm. So I said, ah, I'm going to be good on my Fleming and the books. And I think it was my best year. And I think I scored like 60 something. I was like, <laughs> that was like my best year. I think I was a Felix Leiter or something oh. like that. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm going to do really well this time. I did fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty. But you know what? It, I just hope. Well, I hope them the best. Whatever oh, happens yeah. to them, just, just it, it's it, it's a little bit sad. Like I I saw their video, and on uh, on their YouTube yeah. page, and I was like, oh yeah, those uh, those moments will be missed. Those well, they're they're the bloopers, but they do keep some funny stuff in the episodes too. So, you know, and as, since this this whole thing started with Chris's decision, you know, when they do their uh, not what's the next line, but uh, guess the quote round, and you know. Chris will deliver a line in another language and like, it always makes Tom laugh because Chris is like really enthusiastic and the faces he puts on. Yeah, it's it's great show. Great show. It's it's sad to see it go, but... Uh, it might not be fully gone, but it's 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 it's, it's going to be different whether... Yeah, it, if we get another version, it would, it, it, it'll be just that. It'll be a, another version. It'll be... A, it's going to be a Roger Moore to uh, their Sean Connery currently. Yeah, and Roger, you know, Roger saved the franchise. So who knows? Maybe, maybe the next version of JBR will be something we can't even imagine how good it'll be. Um, yeah, so you know, we wish Chris uh, luck with with whatever is going on. We wish him luck. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's a positive thing. Hopefully, it's like he has the best job in the world now. It just takes up to I even we have no idea what it is. So we wish him luck, uh, whether it's yep. a good thing or a bad thing. If it's a bad thing, stay strong, brother. If it's a good thing. Good enjoy, on you. Yeah, enjoy. enjoy it. And for Tom, you know, take whatever time you need. Just yeah. there's no ask for help if you need anything. I mean, <laughs> right? Yeah. Need you need you need you know you you should do. Oh, I'm, I'm giving ideas, but I'm remembering when um, what's his face uh, Ebert and uh, Siskel and Ebert at the movies when uh, Gene Siskel passed away for a while. He had uh, Ebert had rot- rotating. Okay. Uh, co-host for okay. a while until he, yeah. he picked a uh, roper that could be an idea just throwing that one out there 
Yeah, it's always an idea. That's a tough thing to do, though. Yeah. Where it's like, well, we'll do these two episodes, then you find out, oh, it's not going to work. It then actually, I, I was actually, well, if something happens to either of us, what 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 happens to the James Bond complex? I'm like, I'm I wow. would be, find it very hard to continue without you, and I'm pretty sure you'd be finding it very. It would be very. Stream, but that because but that's the thing about something like JBR. It may come back, and and Tom, I, I guess if if James Bond Radio comes back, it'd be weird if none of them were there. But you know, it may come back, and and with with Tom, which would be great, because uh, Tom, you know, it's they they were a duo. That's it's it's the both of them. So at least if Tom is there, it's still good. But yeah, it's it's still not the same. So then you sort of have to start asking yourself, you know, I won't. I don't want to put ideas into Tom's head and if he's listening to this. So let's take our example. Let's let's go hypothetically with us. Speaking from myself, like do, do I want James Bond complex to exist where fifty percent of it is not Mathieu Claire? Like not really. Yeah. So I would again, the circumstances from for us to stop the show would have to be pretty important but let's say they came to pass I don't think I'd continue I don't think I'd continue it's just like the James Bond complex is Mathieu Claire and Edgar Chaput it's not it, it Edgar was, Chaput and somebody else it's not I would like to think it's not Mathieu Claire and so it's <laughs> it's you know it's it's, it, it's and it's occasionally let's not forget it's sometimes Jason Kim as well third yeah. co-host but uh, he, I guess, you know, the only thing that could happen would be if Jason was suddenly, like, monthly. available monthly. And, you know, okay, that could work, but that's a long shot. A, it's a long shot. And or you move to Detroit. Oh, I moved to Michigan, yeah. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that, that I would actually, like, if, if let's say I have a terrible accident uh, or and, I'm, uh, and I pass away, and you replace me with Jason, you have my full support. Yeah, and conversely, conversely. Uh, but other than that, it's like no, this this is not going to continue. It's just too bizarre because these shows have their identities. Yeah, um, there's there are repartee like you know it would be, it it would feel like the probably what is the third season of Little Weapon the TV show something's not right like it does, no it's it's not the same thing anymore. It's funny you say that. I was watching. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get too off topic. And this has been one of our longer debriefings too, but I was watching um, Dear White People season three because I really liked the first season and the second season was pretty good. I said, oh, okay, we'll give the third season a try. I got a funny feeling about the third season. It's like, how much how much juice is left in that sponge? There's not much juice left in that <laughs> sponge. Like, third season ends on a, what's going to happen next? I'm like, I don't think I care. I don't, I don't <laughs> care anymore. Speaking of Jason Kim, I think uh, uh, I think it's time to make a make a call. Hold on. So you know, with the big news this week about No Time to Die, uh, we figured we should make some time and uh, get our man in the field on the show for his thoughts. So Jason Kim, international man of mystery, how's it going? I'm doing very well. Uh, thanks for the birthday wishes and. Uh, We'll get to uh, one of the best birthday cards one of my friends sent me just this morning. Oh, oh! Yeah, he asked me to share it. I'll share it later on. <laughs> oh, is it titillating by any chance? It's um, I can't make any car puns, 
So, uh, <laughs> Jason, think of one for me. <laughs> so, Jason, how... I how, can't think of any car parts. <laughs> um, it'll drive you crazy. <laughs> That's the only one I couldn't <laughs> okay, come up with. All right, then. All right. So, thanks for coming on the show, Jason. So, there's, you know, so we now have a title, No Time to Die. Initial thoughts. Like, well, what, did your, what did your heart tell you when you learned of that? I, I thought it was very classic thought. I liked how it was just very simple and straightforward. And it also, what it taught me more is this Bond 25 production. Has, I'm, I still like calling it Bond 25. <laughs> I think we're all struggling a little bit with that one. <laughs> it's hard. I think they waited I, too long and now it's stuck. Yeah. Uh, one thing I learned throughout this whole process from announcing Ukunaga's involvement last year September to announcing this title because you know everyone is saying mm. it's gonna be like Genoma of Woman, Shatterhand, you know, like people mm. are coming up with all sorts of scenarios. But I like how Neon and the Broccoli family have been very good at keeping things under wrap and releasing it in a, in a timely basis. Then, uh, so I like how uh, you know they like to tease the paparazzi's a little bit here and there. But <laughs> and I know Rami Malek was kind of rumored, and that rumor came true, but like casting of like Lashana Lynch or Anna de Armas who most of us are enthralled with but those things were quite a shock so I like how even in this day and age of social media Eon and the Brock Barbara Broccoli knows how to present an element of surprise so that that's what I find the most impressive than the title itself yeah well I think I I I think we'd agree with you, Jason. They've been pretty good about keeping their secrets close to the chest, playing their card or keeping their cards close to the to the chest. I believe that's the expression. Um, I mean, I've I'm deliberately trying to not know as or trying to know as little as possible. About no time to die uh, between now and its release. But yeah, they they've been pretty good. Nobody really guessed that title. Uh, like you were saying, the 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 live streaming release. Uh, Back in April, Lashana Lynch was a surprise. Anna de Armas was a huge surprise. I knew her from, I think we all knew her from Blade Runner, at least. Uh, so I, and I thought yeah. she was really good in that. She's gorgeous. I've seen her in interviews. Very charming, very sweet. No clue she was in this movie. Like, that blew me away when they announced that. So yeah, other than the Rami Malik, oh. it's been pretty tight, uh, close to the vest. And then I think the Rami Malik. I mean, now I think about it, uh, I think it's going to be very good for this film in a box office standpoint, just as bringing Jeffrey Wright is, because uh, Jeffrey Wright is a much bigger actor now ever since his, his involvement with Westworld, so he could sell that movie to that audience. And <laughs> same with Rami Malek. Bring in those I, Westworld people. I like him. <laughs> the Westworld audience. Because, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jason which is a huge fan base itself. But uh, in terms of Rami Malek, I knew him from Mr. Robot. I've, on, I've watched uh, all but the last se- recent season. But, uh, and his, obviously he won a lot of acclaim for playing Freddie, Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. And Bohemian Rhapsody made more money in Korea than it did in England, which was quite a surprise. Oh, wow. I didn't know okay. Koreans love Queen that much. So in casting some a caliber actor like Rami Malek and Jeffrey Wright, it's bottom twenty or no time to die. <laughs> going to be able to sell this. Yeah, right. Oh, I yeah. still like calling it bottom twenty-five, but it's hard. It's hard. But casting those, 
Yeah, but casting those two, uh, I think the Bond producers aren't going to be able to sell this movie without trying too much to be like, quote unquote, woke for the millennial millennials. Like instead of trying to like change the culture of Bond to be like, you know, politically friendly, they could do what they need to. But with the addition of these caliber actors, they could sell the movie to a wider audience. Hmm. That's an interesting point. And it's just like how. No, go ahead, Jason. Didn't mean to cut you off like, there. I say, oh, no, don't worry about it. Um, so, like, you know, Rami Malek just won the Best best Actor Oscars and BAFTA, as you name it. And same, and previous actors before were Christopher Walken, Javier mm-hmm. Bardem, and, and also his predecessor, Christoph Walton, as Blofeld. But Blofeld, but Christoph Walton had been, like, three, four years since he won his back back. But, but that still goes to my point of saying that they're casting like you know caliber actors that the wider audience knows, so that they can sell No Time to Die to a wider audience without trying to change the franchise too much. Yeah, I mean certainly the cast, the 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 big point there is about Remy Malik. I I know of Mr. Robot. I'll confess it's not a show I've ever watched. I, I, the, those that have have told me it's it's very good, such as yourself. But certainly the the international bonkers uh, success of Bohemian Rhapsody, which was not even a year ago at this point. I think that was in autumn of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just a runaway success. Quality of the film aside. You know, your your regular Tom, Dick, and Jane just absolutely ate that up. Uh, and he won his Best Actor uh, award. So, yeah, it's very... I'd like to know uh, when did those conversations start? When the Oscar buzz started? Did they, were they already looking at Remy Malik? I'd be very, very curious. Because that's, that's like superb timing. <laughs> he yeah. wins an Oscar two months later. By the way, he's our villain. Like... Oh. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of like Addie Berry when she did Diner Day. She was, she got the Oscar when she was uh, mm. making the movie. So it's, it's sort of... monster ball. Yeah, mm. but I, it was, but she was making Diner with, with the late Heath Ledger, actually. That's that's true, man. I haven't seen that in a long time. Don't even remember if that's good. <laughs> Which one? Uh, monster ball. Seen it middle oh. school, but anyway, that's. So what about, uh, I know you two uh, on Facebook were discussing the font this week. I thought that was a cute conversation. Yeah, no, it's the title because the title that it's Jason, I think everyone picked up on it. And I think you're you're actually one of the first person who, who made that, who made other people aware. It's a title of a movie that Albert R. Broccoli made uh, before Bond. Yeah, why don't you tell the story, Jason? How did you find it? Oh, I, you know, me being me, I like doing, doing Wikipedia researches, uh, you know, and whatnot. And I was just reading about, actually, the reason I came up, uh, personal announcement up. So I got my security clearance approved. So I will be a Department of Defense employee being a tank test engineer that I told yes! you about. So nice. Yes! Was- nice. Congratulations. Oh, I'm so happy for you. That's so awesome. I'm going to start that September 3rd, but uh, so I'm going to be a tank test engineer, and I'm not sure if you guys know, but the director of the first Bond film, of gosh, what was his name? Uh, Terrence Young? Terrence Young. Yeah, Terrence Young. Terrence Young was a tank commander in World War II. He learned to get refined uh, officer 
a World War II British officer. So that's how he learned his refined nice. uh, characteristics to train Sean Connery. So I was going to because I had a crew job, and you know, I was like, but, and then, and I came across that title before the time that I got released, and I was like, oh, this movie is interesting, and I was like, and then, and I was like, oh, so, and I said, to him, oh, well, so Clarence John worked with a couple prior to, you know, the forming the bond partnership. So I found that in a much different way that's not bond related but more personal related. Mm. So I thought it was cool that it was all coming full circle. That was like Clarence Young made the first bond movie, and I think No and No Time Pass a reference to Doctor No, and I'm testing here. So it was more so personal. So life was coming at full circle is what it that's how I found out about it. I know it's a very anomaly case, but that's how I found out about it. Yeah. Cool story, bro. <laughs> no, keeping the keeping that the tip up, uh, the tip of the tank up, uh, sir. <laughs> that sounds like great. Uh, congratulations on, on on the job. I know you had alluded to you maybe doing something like that in the past. The last time I think it was the last time you were visiting. In Montreal, it's nice to know that. Uh, speaking of coming full circle, it's nice to know that you actually got that job. That's pretty awesome, actually. And um, so, so it, like when I visited you guys in Montreal, I I had to offer, but uh, it it was a three month you know background of security investigation, and that came all clean this week, and now nice. officially ex- a G man. Better way to say it. <laughs> Very mm. good, very good. And my British friend, my British mate Miles, he tells me that uh, I'm a mix of both Q and M because like I'm a DOD Department of Defense employee, just like Ray Fine Mallory is a mm. oversight the well, intelligence, well, yeah. intelligence committee before he becomes M. So, so I'm a mix of Q and an Iron Man. If that's the best description I could give for my job. Life imitating art, I like it. And anytime life can imitate James Bond art. You're flying the right. Uh, you're 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 flying under the right flag, sir. We salute thee. So, what should I be? Should I be Pierce Brosnan and Goldeneye, or Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade? Oh wow! I mean, it's such an unfair what, question. Uh, I feel sorry for Indiana Jones. That's what my British <laughs> yeah, I mean, Goldeneye all the way. Well, the yeah, the only question I have, I I am going to say Goldeneye. However. There needs to be a caveat. Can you promise us that as you are testing, or first of all, is there any way that you'll be testing tanks dressed in a Brioni uh, suit with a jacket and tie? What else would he wear? I'll get one. Good. <laughs> just as long as you get, as you're able to have one of your uh, colleagues film you, just a very brief, as you... You're testing the tank, you park it, you pop out of the hole, you <laughs> you adjust your, your tie, you pop back in, and woof, off you go. If you can do that, uh, the sky's the limit, Jason. You... Or find a ton of empty or actually filled uh, Perrier <laughs> cans and run with your tank through it and film yeah. it and, and oh, share it good. online, please. <laughs> I'll do that and bunch of Nazis on, on top of the tank like Indiana Jones. So. You know, you I know mean, that last crusade, well, I hope this job actually make gives yeah. makes gives you the ability of actually becoming stunt tank stunt coordinator. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? They they, they need a tank stunt uh, a tank stunt 
coordinator and they hire you for the next Bond movie, <laughs> how awesome would that be? Oh, I love that. Hey, I don't care for Mission Impossible or or Mission Impossible or Bond Twenty Six. I'll take it all. <laughs> we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do a review of uh, one of those Fast and Furious movies, whether attacked by a tank or whatever. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. So yeah, life came. Up, so life came a full circle, and then uh, when I shared the news, because I saw the news about the No Time to Die, and uh, pretty, uh, you know, pretty early on, and then as soon as I saw it, I shared it with my British friend, and then we both said, "Hey, doesn't that look like the From Russia with Love poster?" And I was like, "Yeah, it does." Mm. No, it does. It the does. font has, uh, uh, has uh, some. Like, it has the look of something you would spray, like a, with a stencil. Right, 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 right. And it's it's funny because like, I think you you posted the image, Jason, on Facebook of that uh, of that from Russia with love poster, and it it struck me like yes, I I had seen that before, but I couldn't put my finger on it. It was only when you shared that picture that it. Uh, that it hit me like that's that's where I'd seen it. It was used, or a variety of that, anyways, was I've used in From Russia with Love. A lot of people have used it. I've seen also the Love Boat. Apparently, the titles for the Love Boat were in okay. that font or something right. very similar to it. Yeah, the Prairie Water's coming back up. I can neither confirm nor deny about <laughs> the Love Boat. Although what I have noticed is that every single social media platform, James Bond platform, has been. <laughs> reworking their name to look like the No Time to Die font. I have yet to do it for hours, but, you know, it's coming. Oh, is it? <laughs> so any, any, um, any other... Th- oh, yeah, go ahead, Jason. Uh, so, speaking of No Time to Die, uh, my Italian friend, Raphael, uh, he was he was vacationing in Matera, Italy this week. Oh. He's, he was driving the whole Fiat around and this morning, he sent me a birthday card saying, hey, do you recognize this car? And he was at the hotel, or he's not staying at the hotel, but the uh, oh, line, line's getting... one of the sample DB5 system. Can you... So this is not from the Daily Mail, but this is his photo that he sent directly to me. Ooh. My connection's a little bit bad right now. Uh, can you repeat? I heard Matera friend Aston Martin DB5 <laughs> hotel. That's what I heard. I think you understood that. Okay, I could repeat, but that's. But yes, uh, he sent me a photo this morning because he's staying in Matera, and then he's like, "Hey, do you recognize this car?" And then mm. goes, and he sent me a picture of the Aston Martin nice. DB5, one of the sample stunt cars, and then he sent it to me. He's he said none of the cast are Daniel Craig, and none of the cast are there. It's a lot of the oh, second cool. unit filming and practice. Mm. Yeah, I think they shipped over a bunch of Astons. And not just the DB5. Did they not ship over a few cars? The Vanquish and the Val... I think it's called the Valal. New one that looks like... Yeah, what is that new one called? Can you correct us? On? I, I keep getting confused between Valhalla called, and Valkyrie. It's called, a, it's called the Valhalla, but I'm not, I haven't seen any photo of it in Matera. I've seen photos of the Valhalla in Scotland, but not Matera. But they ship a bunch of motorcycles and... Bunch mm. of other cars there, but and apparently this is supposed to be the pre-title sequence that we're gonna get. Okay, okay, hmm. interesting. Well, interesting. Little hints. That, I'm fine with hints. Don't need to know more than that, though. <laughs> it's not from all the social media pictures that people are sharing, but this is from my friend sharing his photo, and I wanted guys to share 
on our Instagram page and say we have people everywhere because this is not a fun social media person, but a friend of ours, <laughs> or a friend of mine who's a friend of ours, oh. sharing so. It's it's, it's so it's a lot. It's good insight. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's. This is my. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, I think this is my tidbit. Is I think because you and I, you and Edgar, you and I talked about this, but I think in this film, the DB Five will actually get destroyed for good. Is, uh, <laughs> this is Daniel Craig's last film, and then I understand like there's there's sentimentalization about how it's kind of DB Five getting is like running it's running over its time, and I think because Daniel we saw how Daniel Craig acquired the DB5 at the beginning of his 00, 00 career and now this is the end of Daniel Craig's career. I think this is a good way to send the DB5 off for good and that's why we see the V8 vantage in the middle and the end of the film. Mm. Or at least the filming. Because like, there's no reason why another Aston Martin can show up in the movie unless the DB5 gets destroyed for good. Oh, well, another idea could be if, if the rumors about Lashana Lynch playing 007 are true, she could be the one driving one of those two other Astons, possibly. I think she. I think she will be driving the. If that if that rumor is true, I think she will be driving the Valhalla, and and because we have already seen Daniel Craig and his stuntman drive the V8 Vantage in London, Norway, and Scotland, so he's gonna still. So he's gonna take the next iteration of the Aston Martin, and then maybe Lashana Lynch gets the. Uh, Valhalla because she's the new double, she's a new double O Asian. She, she's the hot I new still, thing. I'm still going to stand by. Go ahead. No, she's the hot new thing. She, she needs the hot new car. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like a metaphor in terms of character wise. But I'm still going to stand by my stand by my uh, prediction that she's going to be a Quarles relative because this movie's going to be a remake or semi remake of Doctor Now. Oh, I don't know about... Oh, now you're worrying me. Now you're worrying me. We're going to have to end this conversation now. Now I'm worried. I don't need no remakes. Don't need no remakes. Oh, like the people saying, oh, the next one's going to be a Majesty's remake. I was like, what? <laughs> but, um, all right, I think... Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't think it's going to be a remake like Never Say Never Again was for Thunderball, but I guess a reimagination because like, we're getting reintroduced to all the new characters again in a PS because they got the full rights from the McClory family. Yeah, well, well, we'll find out next April, won't we? In London, yeah. one hopes. That's the plan. That's, That's still the plan. That's still the plan. <laughs> and then, uh, you guys need to... Uh, we'll, we'll definitely work out this itinerary, because uh, I definitely want to attend the premiere with you guys. Oh, that's the idea. Like the royal premiere? Yeah. That's Sneak in? <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. As far as I know, that's the plan. We'll parachute in. Yes. <laughs> I went to the Spectre premiere, but uh, I definitely want to go to this premiere to see Anna de Armas, and oh. it's Daniel Craig's last premiere. Oh, you had me at Anna de Armas. <laughs> I mean, Daniel Craig's the bonus, but you had me at Anna de Armas. Between those two... Daniel Craig, Anna de Armas. Anna de Armas. All right. All right. Hey, I, mm-hmm. I got something better for you. Carrie Russell, top ten. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you you almost made an entire recording without talking about her. <laughs> almost made it. Almost, almost made, made it. it. Well, we'll work on that. We'll and, work on that next next time we're on the show. I looked at first, but I was like, my life accomplished. <laughs> you know, you sh- you should start a podcast just about her. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have two listeners, uh, at least. <laughs> review, what's our show? Review the Felicity Complex. Felicity <laughs> the Jetting Complex. That's her character's name in the American. But uh, we should go see uh, The Rise of Skywalker together because she's going to be in that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> we have our reservations about The Rise of Skywalker. But uh, we're not saying no, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll get uh, there. As we like to say, we'll get there when we get yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not running to go see it, but I probably will. I'm not, I'm not a liar, but I'm just not. My, 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 I'm, I'm done with Star Wars. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're, Jason, we're going to wrap this episode up. Um, so do you want to remind the people where the, you can be reached and where they can see pretty pictures of all the travels that you to you've been doing all the traveling uh you can follow me on my instagram account j-a-s-excellent-88 excellent wonderful wonderful and jason Jason, edgar edgar uh well jason you can ask him if you want i mean do do you know if we have people everywhere (laughs) we do have people everywhere my god that was loud sorry we got the triple w dot jeans bond uh nope that's not what we're called www.thejamesbondcomplex.com, which is also a Tumblr account. Uh, we have a Facebook page. Search for us at the James Bond Complex. We have a Twitter account at the Bond Complex. Uh, YouTube, the James Bond Complex. Anchor.fm, of course, and uh, YouTube. No, you, we did YouTube. Google Play. Google, Google Play, Play. iTunes. iTunes. Give us a five-star glowing gun review. Review. Uh, write something. And uh, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we're both individually on online. I, I tend to give my Twitter account, double O pop. That's double underscore OH underscore pop. Uh, I'm uh, more... Uh, Instagram. More I think we agreed you should really pimp the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, Matt O'Claire with two Ts, double O seven, uh, where I, I go through my challenge. And it's been, it's been rough uh, with the, the Bond 25 Fitness. Uh, we'll have another... Yeah, we'll have another shrubland session soon. 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 So just as James Bond always returns, so too, at, at, certainly at some point, Jason Kim again, and, and thanks for appearing on the show uh, this week. Always a nice uh, talking I'm to you. Available whenever, I'm available whenever you guys need me. I, I like doing this with you guys now. <laughs> I mean, I always, I've always liked doing this, but like, I'm glad that we could do this on a with a very consistent path. So. Absolutely. So do we. And just that, just as Jason Kim will return, just as James Bond will return in No Time to Die, so too will the James Bond Complex. And we can actually plug the next episode because it's going to be the Mike Grell interview. Yeah, it's true. Fun. We actually know what's coming up. Yeah, and it's 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 not going to wait. We don't have to rework our, our end credits. So it's mm-hmm. uh, next week we're releasing the Mike Grell interview, mm-hmm. the creator of Permission. I will not be not there. Permi- permission. You will be there. Yeah, yeah. Permission to, yeah. I'm, I'm, Permission to Die comic that we reviewed last week. So we have a little interview I did with him where we we talk about the making of that comic book. Uh, Jason, I invite you to listen to it. Um, so yeah, I, I think this is a wrap for this Bond debriefing. Merci. À la prochaine. Au revoir. Au revoir. I'll see you guys soon. <laughs> yeah no thanks a lot uh, Jason uh, much appreciated uh, you doing this with us it's uh, it's always fun uh, getting your insight and, and your personal story